It's DTS 126, and coming December 13th is The Dawning, Destiny's new winter event that brings with it strike scoring, SRL, new gear, and more. Listening to Destiny the Show. What is up, everybody, and welcome to Destiny the Show, the Destiny News Podcast to keep you the guardian ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. I'm BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my great co-host Diddy. What is up, dude? How was your week? What was standout from PlayStation <laughs> Experience? Oh man, I'm doing very well. Just got back in from a, a quick a quick rollerblade session. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, and I, Horizon Zero Dawn. I am so excited for that game. I was very pleased to see what I saw at PlayStation Experience. Very pleased to hear that they're using the same engine as Death Stranding, Kojima Productions' new game as well, and that they're talking about uh, doing some more collaborations with that company. Uh, so that's that's exciting. It was crazy how the story came about because Kojima's doing his world tour, looking for a new engine, going to different studios, and Guerrilla Games just handed him a box, and he showed a picture of it on the panel. <laughs> he opened it up. There's like a hard drive inside, and it was the source code to their engine. Guerrilla Games just donated the source code to his engine in goodwill, saying, you know, take a look at this. You might want to use it. If you don't, no big deal. We just gave you the source code of the Guerrilla engine. And that's what they ended up uh, wanting to use for Death Stranding. We got to see a trailer for The Last of Us Part (laughs) 2, which if any listener has not played The Last of Us just yet, that is a fantastic game. I really, really enjoyed it. The remaster on the PlayStation 4 is rock solid. Plus, dude, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. It's a full remaster of the first three Crash games, and I'm so excited to get to try that platforming goodness again. Did you ever play that when you were a kid? I did not, but uh, it was really cool to see like the transitions they did of the old school graphics to the brand new remastered graphics. That was actually very impressive. I'm a firm believer, dude, gameplay over the visuals. And so a lot of these classic games, when they just get a new fresh coat of paint, are still going to be very fun to go back through again and try out. And like you said, Horizon Zero Dawn, that thing visually just doesn't look like a PlayStation game. It looks like a PC <laughs> game in a lot of ways, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, well, today we're talking about The Dawning, which is Destiny's live event for this winter. It's got SRL coming back with a couple new tracks, some new armor and weapons. We have strike scoring to talk about, three remixed SIVA strikes, and a bunch more coming up in the news. But first, we want to announce and remind our listeners that this Friday, December 9th, is our Return to Crota's End stream event. This stream is going to start on Twitch.tv slash destiny to the show and it begins at 1 p.m central standard time and we're going until 5 p.m central standard time we're going to be doing crota's end runs with players from the chat listeners people in our discord the whole day doing no cheese runs doing cheese runs we're giving away some xbox live and playstation network cards we're going to talk a little bit about the lore it's going to be a really good time diddy yeah, I'm I'm really excited. We've been uh, practicing uh, for the last couple weeks and just using those year one guns again and doing the content, uh, you know, trying to get your light level as low as possible to, you know, make it feel like it was in year one. It's It's just been a really good time. 
Yep, we're trying to use the old good shaders, putting on as much year one gear as we can, and reliving the fun moment that was Crota's End. I mean, two years ago, on December 9th, was the release of The Dark Below, so it's going to be a fun time to just remember a good experience in year one as we push towards the dawning, which starts just a few days later, December 13th. Okay, let's hop into the news, man, and talk more about it. Before we mention the dawning, upcoming this week when you're listening to this is another round of Iron Banner, and it's Iron Banner Rift. We never thought it would come back, but it's it's back, <laughs> we did right? Not. Rift. So uh, throw on that meta multi-tool, max your agility, or put on your Titan, and just skate to victory by carrying that spark into the enemy's rift. I like the back-to-back nature of this, because December 13th, the week after, is when the dawning starts, so you get your fill with Iron Banner. Get that light level boosted up a little bit further with the easy, super-duper rewards and get mercyed on a billion times. Because if you solo queue Rift, <laughs> it is mercy central. Yeah, Rift is uh, is painful as a solo player, so I'm going to see how I can carry as a solo player. Because, uh, of course, I like to play Iron Banner a lot solo, but, of course, I'm going to be using our DTS Discord uh, to uh, grab some grab some teammates. Very good. Okay, so the dawning is arriving December 13th and staying through January 3rd. We saw the trailer, gameplay information, and tons of stuff about it at PlayStation Experience as expected. So what is returning with SRL, Diddy? What are we getting this time around? So we're obviously going to have new gear, new sparrows, new shaders, two new tracks, one on Mercury, one on Earth, um, and the, the two old tracks from the original Sparrow Racing League are returning as well. That Those were on Mars and Venus. New armor sets and weapons, really cool, awesome stuff. Not just Sparrow Racing League armor. We're also getting new alternative dawning armor sets as well. But specifically for the Sparrow Racing League, um, that armor set is infusible this time. You know, it, it comes right. with their own Sparrow-enhancing perks as well. One of them, for instance, is if you land a trick... Uh, on your sparrow it gives you more fuel i think that's actually pretty cool so if you get that sparrow racing league armor it's gonna enhance your uh your race times as well yeah so i think as deej put it if you really want to show up at a raid wearing a race suit you can be that guy not <laughs> recommended but you can definitely be that guy in the Lycra skin suit going in to take down Axis. Side note, this past weekend i saw a, a post about someone taking a sparrow all the way yeah. through wrath of the machine and you know, taking a picture of his sparrow on top of Axis's dead body. I think that was pretty funny. That is ridiculous, dude. People are just breaking that raid further and further <laughs> along. The Mercury track has a Cyclops shooting down at the racers, reminiscent of pod racing from Star Wars Episode One. And the Earth track has these big moving presents in the track that represent, like, obstacles that you need to bounce. If you remember the fan blades from the old, like, mm-hmm. SRL, you're two maps okay it's like that so you have to dodge those obstacles srl is also remaining after the dawning you can play sparrow racing league in private matches after the dawning ends january 3rd it should be noted that the dawning and these activities are for people who own rise of iron i believe that you might be able to play the old tracks if you don't have rise of iron but don't quote me on that i'm pretty much sure for all the stuff we're talking about here you need to own Rise of Iron, which I assume anybody listening to the podcast at this point does have the expansion. It was ridiculously cheap. You could get Destiny of the Collection on Black Friday for like $30. That's an insane uh, that's value. Mm-hmm. So, well, there's something you're excited about, though, Diddy. 
<laughs> Strike scoring. Yes. This came out Strike of nowhere. Strike scoring. Oh my God. This came out of nowhere. So very similar to uh, Prison of Elders and Challenge of Elders, they are introducing a scoring and points system into strikes. And that's going to be in the Siva Crisis, the Heroic, and the Nightfall uh, strike playlists. So this this was mind-blowing because I have been looking... For, we didn't even know what the new PvE content is going to be. And this is it, as well as something we're going to talk about here in just a second. But with the strike scoring, they have medals. I'm going to assume they have some type of score multipliers as well. So it, this is just really exciting for me, especially since we have um, clan leaderboards on the uh, the Bungie.net page. I'm going to assume that this is going to be uh, there as well. So you should expect to see me at the top of the DTS leaderboards with the uh, strike scoring. It sounds like there may even be kind of global leaderboards similar to Challenge of Elders. I'm going to read a quote here from VG247.com, who was at the event and got a little bit further details about strike scoring. And I quote, Functioning similarly to Prison of Elders scoring, strike scoring gives you a chance to earn rewards, challenge leaderboards, and earn reputation in a new strike scoring vanguard faction headed up by Zavala, who will also offer bounties. To keep things fresh in the SIVA Crisis Strike playlist, there are three new reprise strikes coming to Destiny Rise of Iron. There's a SIVA-themed Shadow Thief, the Will of Crota, and the Nexus, which we're going to talk about in a second. The update also delivers a strike scoring record book, and there's an all-new gear set only available through strike scoring challenges. I know you're hyped on that, man. I, the record book, you know, we thought this was a really great addition into Rise of Iron, and having a record book associated with strike scoring specifically and rewards associated with that is awesome because it gives me a reason to actually try harder with the strike scoring because that, like I said, it just gives you incentive to actually go after those rewards and actually do the activity over and over and over again than just jumping in and completing a bounty. The remake strikes, dude. We get a Siva Omnigal, a Siva Tanix, and the Nexus Mind, which if you've seen has the relic from Vault of Glass. So they're changing things up, it looks like. Yeah, this is uh, this is actually really good because the Nexus Strike has been out of like Nightfall rotations for, mm-hmm. I think, a year strike or so rotations, now. Strike rotations, yeah, since It's been out of Strike rotations because it's just, they wanted to do, try and find something new and give you a reason to go back. Now I think they have a really good reason. They've reprised it, and uh, I'm excited to do some Nexus Nightfalls pretty soon here. I remember the old school when I got my icebreaker, you would take a couple friends, you'd stay up on the ledge, remember, and then you'd shoot down at the <laughs> Nexus Mind, you'd have to turn around, you'd have one guy watching the Vex, uh, was it a Minotaur that spawned behind yeah, you? Yeah, is a Minotaur that spawned behind you, yeah. heroic Minotaur as well, yellow bar. I had to take him out quick and then get back down DPSing. That one had so many cool little cheeses, or you could jump up behind on some of the like pillars above the boss, yeah, that was a good and time. It was but almost is- always void burn, so that Minotaur was just oh. super painful. That was a fun strike, actually. I've I've missed some of these classics, so that'll be exciting to get it. Also, there are ornaments for the SRL gear. We've gotten to see a couple of those in action. And there's new weapons coming back with a classic weapon. I I brought up Icebreaker for a reason. Yeah, the Icebreaker is returning in Year 3 Destiny. They've uh, adjusted it, and they've brought it up to current light level levels. Uh, And they have some ornaments with it as well. Yes, two new ornaments for it, and it looks like, from the strike footage we've seen at PlayStation Experience, that the balance of the icebreaker has been tweaked. Looks like the cooldown or the the recharge is, I think, six seconds now instead of the previous Mm -hmm. eight seconds. I can't remember the exact nerf that it got a while back, but 
I bet you they brought down the, the damage it, it put out to maybe accommodate that. But it does look like the Icebreaker, especially with that new ornament, is something players are going to be excited to go after. You can get it by completing a new quest chain in the Dawning that ends with a Nightfall bounty. So that is pretty cool. Yep, definitely an old classic being coming back is, uh, is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. And then we saw two what look like Thunderlords, right? <laughs> so a Fire Lord, oh, was I, uh, and a Void Lord, basically. Um, I don't remember the names of them. A- exactly. Abaddon is the Solar One, and Nova Mortis is the Void One. Nova Mortis, oof. Basically, oh my goodness, I just dropped my phone. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> basically, different elemental versions of the Thunder Lord, which are acquirable through a different uh, quest, I believe. Yes, there are quest lines for each of these, according to VG247 and what we've heard on the PSX floor. I don't think they're being categorized as just skins. I think they will have little tweaks, maybe a different perk note or something like that. But the Abaddon and the Nova Mortis plus the Icebreaker are all things that you can go after. There are new Warlock gear sets, Hunter gear sets, and Titan gear sets to go after too. These look reminiscent of, well, some of them are actually blue gear that have been upgraded to legendary. Some of the leg Mm -hmm. pieces for the Warlock, one of our listeners... Uh, pointed out to me hey it's actually this blue piece and you're looking like oh no way that's cool i'm glad they you know brought it up because some of the blue sets the classic blue sets look really really cool never got their time in the sun however some of them are completely brand new and have uh, chroma what looks like chroma or pulsating it's probably ornaments it's probably ornaments yeah i was about to say Yeah, Chroma doesn't really serve much of a purpose anymore it's always weird when you do a faction rank up and you're like do you want chroma and it's like no why why? Yeah, why? <laughs> like, it looked cool. I liked it when it came out, but it, it was like the step in between ornaments and no ornaments, you know? Yeah, it, it was an interesting experiment that they did. So as we pulled up the SRL record book, it looks like page one is all about Sparrow Racing and page two is about the new Vanguard Elite faction, which is tied to strike scoring. So for Sparrow Racing, there's tasks for finishing 25 Sparrow Races or hit a thousand gates, <laughs> wow. land a hundred tricks, kill 50 enemies which makes me think that there's going to be enemies in the track the name of that task is speed bumps uh beat the campus meridius course part-time the infinite descent course part-time shining sands course part-time and the hakan precipice course part-time so a thousand gates sounds like a lot of races to me <laughs> yeah definitely i think you hit about uh around 20 30 40 or so throughout a race so that's gonna be a gonna be a long one we're at page two vanguard elite elite faction so we have a achieve a high score in the siva crisis heroic strike playlist achieve a high score in the nightfall strike get a cumulative high score complete a number of commanders of allah's bounty uh, bounties excuse me rapidly earn primary secondary and heavy medals to earn rainbow medals that's a that's actually interesting because i guess We've seen like a heavy spree metal in some of the gameplay or screenshots. So yep. that makes me think that there are multiple different sprees as well. Achieve a killing spree metal, achieve cycle of light medals, and achieve unique medals. So that's, uh, that's interesting because cycle of light, don't know exactly what that is. And it says superhero, so I'm going to maybe assume it has something to do with generating orbs of light. And then achieve unique medals is uh, all the medals so that'd be yep. that's gonna be awesome so there's shaders and emblems that you can earn from the book and then there's something called a tag so you can earn amanda's tag Zer's tag and saladin's tag and we don't really know what that is just yet 
At level eight for the rewards is the Nightbird Sparrow, which if you guys pre-ordered the Dark Below, you remember getting that Hot Wheels blue and orange sparrow that could do tricks? <laughs> it's that yes. sparrow with a little bit more palatable colors than the oh, blue gosh. and orange. So that's pretty One cool. Thing that's interesting here. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Level three is three times SRL champions ornament. So you get sounds like you get three of them, which is awesome. You get three, and then the rest we can assume are put into the dawning treasure things i actually mm-hmm. wrote down the name yes. of what it's called uh treasures of the dawning so we we should get to that point but first there's new exotic ornaments some of which we have seen through the inspect ornament glitch that was in the game months ago but we're getting two new last word um ornaments i think both of them look cool you're not super keen on it right i'm not super keen on the arctic camo one uh, i do like the, the classic original feel of the other one uh the icebreaker camo one i'm not a huge fan of the two thorn ones look fantastic though that makes me want to use thorn just for the yeah. ornaments I, I really like the uh the one that's white and kind of fades to the yes. the rusted part Oof, that looks good i think that one's called rose of acid it's pretty cool so anyway uh reading from VG247, who was at the press floor, I quote, Bungie is adding a new Eververse kiosk where players can choose which ornament they want when making purchases, so you don't have to rely on RNG if you take the microtransaction route, chasing a new weapon or armor skin. So that right there, end quote, by the way, that is awesome, because that sounds like if there's an ornament you want to purchase, you no longer have to do the slot machine RNG game of buying a package and hoping it has the particular ornament that you want within it. Sounds like you could just outright purchase it, which for me, depending on how this is implemented, is a huge plus. A huge plus. Yeah, this is a huge improvement to the Festival of the Lost searching for Ghost Ghost skin because, you know, we talked about all the streamers that just dropped hundreds of dollars into treasures and didn't even get anything or finally got it towards the end. Being able to purchase a specific piece of cosmetic gear is fantastic. That's how it it should be. You know, I want something. I see it. I'm going to go get it. Yes. Now, some of that new cool armor people are starting to infer might only be available through the treasures of the dawning. The the new dawning-themed armor in particular, it was one gear set that they showed off on their Instagram. They said here that... You can shine through the dawning-themed armor acquired from Treasures of the Dawning. So it sounds like some of these, of course, will be within the microtransaction boxes. Those aren't going away. But I am excited to see if I could go for, hey, I want that Rose of Acid skin, and if it costs me 100 silver to get it, or 200 silver, if I can purchase it outright, I will happily do that instead of playing the gambling game that so many AAA games are doing these days where it's just like, come buy a loot box, buy the crate, by a chance to spin the wheel. And it's just frustrating to me because that is such a annoying psychological trick where you can end up spending way more just hoping to try and get that one thing that you actually wanted, you know? We saw from the show floor when people are playing the strikes that when green engrams were picked up, they were auto-dismantling into materials, dude. Does this mean destiny is saved? (laughs) Oh my goodness. So... uh... This is amazing. We've looked for an auto dismantle feature since vanilla, you know, since the very first month of Destiny. It's like, I don't care about this stuff anymore. Just get it out of my inventory. And lo and behold, finally, we're getting that feature. Finally. Thank you, Deej or Cosmo, whoever got this to the right engineer. 
because I am <laughs> so tired of running the strike, excuse me, running the raid, and trying to avoid the billion engrams on the floor because it's like, I just want space. I just want space for my drops. I don't want to have to keep going in here and dismantling things. So that's pretty awesome. SRL and strike scoring are remaining after the dawning. You can play SRL in private matches, and the strike scoring stuff is going to stay around in the SIVA Crisis playlist, the Heroic playlist, and the Nightfall playlist. We know there's new voice lines coming from Ikora and Cade, and I believe that is the gist of the dawning. Way bigger than last year. However, I did see some comments in our Discord, too, about, well, Bungie's just recycling stuff. This is recycled strengths. Mm-hmm. What's what's the deal here? And, and what would our response to that be? I mean, I think it's definitely valid criticism. Um, obviously, anytime you just rehash old content, it, it does have that kind of cheap feel. Um, I do think that this is way bigger than anything we expected uh, yeah, from, definitely. from this SRL event. Um, you know, we I would have been happy with just adding the strike scoring, but the fact that they're remixing three strikes, I think that's, that's a really good improvement as well. It reminds me much closer to an April update than last year's mm-hmm. SRL. And so I will I'll agree, yeah, there is some validity in saying, hey, we really want to see just like new strikes altogether. Diddy and I want to see that too, dude. But it's pretty clear at this point Destiny 1, the live team is small. The fact that we're getting the remix strikes and the new weapons and gear and a couple of quests and bounties to go after reminds me a lot more of an April update, which are the type of updates I want to see every two to three months. You know, if we saw a dawning-like event like this every two months, that would be a much better place to be in, I feel like, for Destiny as an investment game moving forward. So I'm pretty thrilled it way exceeded my expectations. Doesn't mean we can't hope for more with Destiny 2, but for this, I want to say, good job. I'll hold off until we've played it and experienced <laughs> it, but from the outset, it looks pretty good, right? Right, yeah, and I'm going to be real. It, I don't expect this dawning event to hold me over until Destiny 2. Obviously, it's going away January 3rd. Here's the thing. The record book that's coming with it, the strike scoring and the SRL, they're still going to be able to, I'm going to expect the SRL stuff to work or be completable in private matches because if it's only completable within the two weeks, then we got we to gotta hurry and get that done. But since it's in private matches, it looks like these activities can, you know, you can still do the record book moving forward. Yeah, I really like the record book system. It's just a fun way to sort of drive players in a direction that Bungie wants or to get you to play in unique ways that you normally wouldn't to try and fill out one of those nodes. Mm -hmm. This doesn't solve all of Destiny's problems, but I think we are allowed to be excited for an event that looks from the outside in like a pretty good direction and something fun with things to earn and participate in. That's really Mm -hmm. where I'll leave it. Agreed. All right, so Diddy, you asked our listeners on Twitter what they do first when they log in, and the results, to me, I'm surprised how close all of them are. I did. So there were four answers. Raid, normal mode, or hard mode. All about that nightfall, baby. Crucible, crucible, crucible. Or just doing some regular old chill faction patrol grinding. And the winner, drum roll, all about that nightfall, baby. People are still doing the nightfall first thing. Um, 36% of them still do the nightfall first thing, logging into Destiny. That's I think that's still amazing because yeah. I certainly don't do that because you know I don't think uh, you know, I want that faction rep boost like we did in year one. But uh, I'm doing raids more and more. 
Yeah, that's your get on activity. The other results were in the 20%, all of them within just a percent or two of one another, which is pretty crazy to me. I'm the crucible person. That's really all I hop in for anymore. <laughs> I've not done a raid probably three weeks. I would love to get back in and do some more raids. I do remember year one, all about that nightfall. That's what we did. But until they make it a more uh, juicy endeavor for me, it won't be my first activity of the week. It's almost the last thing on my checklist, to be honest. Now that I'm right. like 399, I don't really care. There's mm-hmm. just not a big reason to go out there for the nightfall, unless I'm short on coins or currency or whatnot. So, mm, cool. Keep an eye on our Twitter at Destiny the Show for more polls or tweet us questions or thoughts about the dawning or what's going on in Destiny. We love hearing from you guys. Speaking of hearing from you guys, we received an email through our website from a gentleman named Philip. I'm going to read his question here. He says, I might be the worst PvP player ever. I'm old and just never had the skills to take on others. In fact, when I first bought an Xbox for my kids and played Halo, someone sent me a message and told me I should not play PvP. Probably a 13-year-old kid that I need to find his mother, date her, and ground that kid. I get those as well. Don't worry. (laughs) Do you guys ever run people like me through trials and not flawless, but just get enough wins to finish it one week? I've not gotten more than two or three wins with friends, and yet I know a random team would get frustrated with me on their team. Just curious, and thanks for any pointers. All right. Well, thank you, Philip. He's a Titan. Shout out to the Titan. I like the skates. I don't do carries, and I I rarely play trials with anybody outside of my current friend group just because time is really short. short. I think it's the same story with Diddy. He and I, if we have time enough to do just one or two runs a weekend, that's like a really, (laughs) that's a big plus for us. (laughs) But I do have just a set of tips that, for trials specifically, find a group of friends that you can play regularly with. And this would be a group that agrees like every Saturday night, we're going to try and do a run. And if you can keep that going and keep that that same team together over the course of a month or two, you're going to see your trials performance jump through the roof because trials is so much about game sense, communication, teamwork, and movement, and getting a feel for that mode and working together with others. This last weekend, I played with two of my good friends, Sassy and Aura, did a full No Land Beyond trials run, ended up getting to the lighthouse, but our goal wasn't to get to the lighthouse, it was just to play with a goofy setup and have fun together. But the majority of trials is about movement, coordination, and teamwork. And that comes about when you play with the same people every week. And if your site is not set on like the lighthouse, because if you're playing every weekend, that means you're playing to play the game mode, not playing to go to the lighthouse. Because a lot of people are like, all right, we're going for the run. And then they lose their ticket three games in and they call it a day. Super discouraged, salty, and angry. Whereas you just got to play that game mode without the fear, the restriction, or the pressure of going to the lighthouse. So if you can find a crew, play with them weekly, that's the best tip or pointer that I can send your way. And who knows, maybe down the road, if time frees up and I can do some streaming, which is something I hope to do in 2017, I'd love to do trials runs with listeners down the road. But that's what I have to say. Any thoughts, Diddy? I mean, I'm going to agree with everything you said there. You and I have been playing shooters, you know, for years, you know, and yep. when we jump in the crucible, our play styles, I know how you're going to play the map. I know how you're going to take gunfights. I know how Sassy's going to take gunfights. He's always yep. going to challenge. But <laughs> those types of things, it's just something you learn through playing with your friends. And there are a lot of similarly and like-minded people uh, in our Discord. I hate to just, you know, rep that over and over again. But honestly, there are people in our Discord who are just like, yeah, let's let's just do whatever. We'll play Trials. We'll get you the bounties. 
don't even care about the lighthouse. Just have some good times and uh, just get you those rewards. And it's it's always, and you know, the more you play, the more you play with those guys, it's it's going to be, you know, easier to find that crew to uh, to do that every single week. Totally. Yeah, it's a lot like Iron Banner, man. If you go in it not caring about the wind with a friend group, I promise you get more wins out of the deal than if you just are like dead dog, full on looking for medallions. Like, or that didn't make sense. Medallions for the That's losses. me. I'm all about the medallions, baby. Yeah, medallion life. Five loss streak. Oof, got it. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, well, we'll see you guys this Friday, December 9th, twitch.tv slash destiny the show for our return to Crota's end event that starts at 1 p.m. CST and goes until 5 p.m. CST. We're playing with people. We're taking you through Crotozen. If you've never done it before, please show up. We would love to do a run with you guys there and just celebrate. And then the dawning the next week, December 13th. So, all right, Diddy, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy, D-T-S, D-I-T-T-Y, D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Remember to check out our friends over at DestinyTracker.com, the best place to track your stats in the Destiny universe. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon on both YouTube and Twitter. Head to our website, DestinyTheShow.com, for all the links from today and more. If you want to look at the interviews and the stuff that we talked about or some of the pictures of the ornaments, you can. And then check out our Discord, Discord.me slash DestinyTheShow. Have a great day, and we'll see you this Friday. Strike scoring. Strike scoring.